0: Groove Cafe.
1: It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio, and I am looking forward to hearing from my guests, learning about their experiences and what they are passionate about. That's what the show is all about. My guest today is a finance manager at Clean Investments Company, but also the CEO. He has a background in accounting and human resource. I have Kisache Paul joining me today on the Groove Cafe.
2: Hi, Paul. Hi, how are you? how's it Going? The going is fine. You're doing good? I'm doing fine. I'm are doing you fine.
1: making money?
2: These days it is quite little, but yeah. You know January. January. Yeah.
1: <laughs> January is really January, I will yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> Happy, New Year to you. You. Happy New Year to you. It's nice to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you. Uh huh. So tell me, are you Ugandan?
2: Yeah, I'm Ugandan. Born and bred, born, born and, and raised. raised. Born and raised, actually. I was born here mm-hmm. in Kampala. In Kampala. i mm-hmm. raised in Kampala. I uh-huh. live in Kampala. I hey. work here.
1: So, do you have a village of hours away that you go
2: to or no? No, my parents are actually in Kawempe.
1: Oh, you people are lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you are the lucky people. Yeah, Other people, seven hours to go and, and see the people back home.
2: Mm-hmm. No, that's right. It's just a, a few minutes. Right okay. Okay. All right. And where was school for you? Primary, I went to PQ primary school. Mm-hmm. Then secondary, I went to Old Kampaga, right? secondary mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Then university, I went to Chambogo. To so Chambogo College. Yes. Okay.
1: And tell me, um, did you always see yourself going on to do finance? or no. What did you
2: actually think I, you were going to do in school? When I was growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer.
1: A lawyer? Yes. Okay. There was a lawyer in the family that you looked up to? Uh,
2: no. I just liked the way they would dress. <laughs>
1: They're very smart, always
2: yeah, very, very smart,
1: <laughs> even in the sun <laughs> when ah, it's yes. bearing down. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, so I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm. But I have uh, a cousin of mine, he's called Shaban. Mm-hmm. He introduced me to the accounting world, okay, to the, uh, the world of numbers. World of numbers, yes. Uh-huh. So he sold to me the idea. Then I said, Okay, why can't I also try it? When was this? I think, uh. I remember when I, I finished campus, you know, mm-hmm. in 2014,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because I did economics. Mm. Then uh, when I went back home, he told me, "But uh, man, what are you doing?" I told him, "Ah, I'm just here doing a small mobile money job." And well. mm-hmm. so he told me, "What course did you do?" I told him I did uh, economics. Said, "Ah, you come and help me out here at the uh, Audit firm. Okay. He was a partner at uh, KSK Associates.
0: Oh. So
2: I went there. Actually, I went there as a receptionist first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when uh, time came, he told me that now that you are dealing with numbers, let me give you some little work. You help me out. So that's how I went into accounting.
1: Oh, my goodness. Then I
2: started from there.
1: Mm-hmm. Then I
2: went, I started doing my CPA.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Though I've not yet completed. Okay. Then I went and uh, I love the field and then here I am.
1: So you did economics.
2: Now, for someone who
1: does economics at university, what is like the career path? Which kind of job would you take up? Where
2: would you fit? You can fit in, uh, for example, like you major mm-hmm. in subjects. Mm-hmm. So there is, uh, you can go into statistics mm-hmm. and be doing like those. Uh, look at these people who are in, so finance, mm-hmm. those economists, mm-hmm. or in those financial institutions. Mm-hmm. But for us now, like me. I had to turn and go and do accounting and audit. Mm -hmm. So it was something else. Okay. There you just, in economics, you just analyze and and know that these are the figures of the economy. This Mm -hmm. is how we are running. This Mm -hmm. is is GDP and stuff. Mm -hmm. The other side is numbers. Numbers. Profit, loss. Profit, loss.
1: Okay. So I feel like it's almost like you go from theory (laughs) to practical practical in a way, right? Yes. So it said at the time he talked to you, you were working in a mobile money. You know, Was that like your first job or?
2: Now, you know when you are finished campus, mm-hmm. you may not get a job instantly. Straight away. So you need to get something that earns you something at the mm. end of the day. Absolutely. So I had uh, some mobile money lines. Actually, there's a company called chims mm-hmm. uh, I was working as their agent. Mm. So I had a mobile money line. I started up like a small kiosk somewhere in mm. Kaua still. Mm-hmm. So I started up... Uh, I was working there Mm -hmm. so when i met him he told me you know you cannot have economics and then you're working as an agent Mm -hmm. so that's when he took me to the audit firm
1: okay all right so you started out at the reception
2: yes
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i mean i'm always talking about how you know when you're looking for opportunities you start somewhere, and then, and then you know you work your way up. And how, unfortunately, we have uh, some people—not all, of course—but some people with the attitude where they automatically want to go from school to the big office, mm, uh, and they are like, "My salary has to be two million. <laughs> I have to, I have to, have to." So, aha, what would you say to people like
2: that? I think. Uh in life when you get to know that life is hard Mm -hmm. and it's not a bed of roses Mm -hmm. that's when you can notice that actually Mm -hmm. that's when you start knowing your real life Mm -hmm. because now when I finished university we also had those hopes and said okay when I'm done with school I'll get a nice job but the jobs are not there mm-hmm. so if you get something that you can start with like mm-hmm. you can earn something it doesn't matter it doesn't matter as it what is it legit is business yes you can work actually mm-hmm. to my surprise that company which I worked for as an agent mm-hmm. after four years I went back as the head of finance <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's <how No>. to, <laughs> are you serious that's so first you, you really. were just an agent yes then you went back as a finance manager yes Oh wow! That's okay. That's
2: something actually because now finally moved around so many companies, mm. but then I was poached to go back, and I was there head of finance. Isn't that crazy? That is life. True. <laughs> life <laughs> but is it amazing. also
1: speaks to you and your growth, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so you started reception. He says, "Yeah, some numbers. You start here." Yes. Okay, and you fell in love with accounting.
2: Yeah, actually, w- w- how it started? Uh, I remember when I when I I joined KSK, mm-hmm. I was there as a receptionist. Mm-hmm. So back then there were people who were leaving these uh, guys who had uh, grown in audit eh? mm. like the audit managers and what mm. the senior associates they were leaving so there was a gap okay so my boss came on to me and told me but paul you're just at the reception you and your man can't you help me with these numbers <laughs> <laughs> okay so i told him okay give me the job so it, he gave me an assignment mm. of uh, posting in quickbooks Mm-hmm. so every time I, I used to go and give him feedback at the end of the day he was a tough boss actually it was tough he was but a, that's a good thing tough. right it's a good thing actually sometimes I'm I'm working on something and I'm like what if Mr. Kasengezia? is here what would he have said mm. so he would have told me this let me not do that so Up to now, I use him as my reference. Wow. Mm -hmm. So he gave me some assignments and it was a tight assignment. Mm. Actually, it took me about like four months to finish it. Wow. Because I was learning.
1: So he really gave you a challenge. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. But uh, after the first assignment, the second assignment, I did it in like three weeks and I was done. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. So, because uh, we had started getting the experience and mm. then you know what to do. But that one is like, he, he always told us to learn on job
0: mm-hmm. and he would
2: make you think.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not these
2: bosses who will tell you what to do. He will tell you at the end of the day, this is what I want. How you do it is up to you
1: so no micromanaging no micromanaging because that's also a challenge for many people and they feel like you know they're the superior or the person above them the supervisor is micromanaging you because we all come up with solutions in different ways and I think we also learn that now we work differently yes
2: yes. No, for the other one he gives you he just tells you for example if he wants an audit report he'll tell you I want that report by the end of this week mm-hmm. so how you do it and actually to make matters like he's a very bright guy mm-hmm when you talk to him, he will tell you that. For him, he, maybe I, th- I used to think that he knows what he are supposed to do.
0: Okay.
2: Whenever you take your work for review, like whenever you take a work for review, he would easily identify a mistake and tell you, you know what? This is a mistake. Go back and correct it. I will not tell you how to correct it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the best way to learn.
2: Uh, he will just tell you that there's a mistake here. You go back and correct it okay then so you, you go
1: back and you have to figure ah, it you out you have to
2: figure it out okay so he made our heads think and it was these tight bosses mm. very tight on time management when it comes to deadlines mm. if you tells you you're supposed to be here by six and you come 10 minutes late that's a fine
1: oh <laughs> so you feel it in your pocket <laughs> isn't that the best way to make
2: that, people feel it <laughs> that, that, actually sometimes i look at some people with uh, the way we work and mm. i'm like you don't know how I <laughs> wish <laughs> you. Yeah. You're wish late today, tomorrow, <laughs> the
1: next day, the day ah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So sometimes you look at some people's work ethics and you're like, really? Mm-hmm. This is not how someone should work if you want to be somewhere. True.
1: But that's where mentorship comes in. Huh? Yes. And you had a very tough mentor. Yes. From the sound you of see, it. You
2: see, even we had, um, we used to have coasters. These ones where you put the cups. Eh? Mm-hmm. So uh, he finds you when you're drinking from a cup and you don't have a coaster. Mm-hmm. He will tell you you're spoiling my furniture. That's a fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So he was that kind of boss.
1: Uh-huh yeah, it's very particular as well.
2: He will tell you that you know what? We have a meeting at maybe at eight in the morning. Mm. I want you to be here at six, and you come maybe like 10 minutes past six-hmm.
1: That's a fine. Even though the meeting is at eight.
2: Yes. We had uh, a compliance manager.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: she was the one in charge of writing those fines. Mm-hmm. And if he finds that the compliance didn't note down the fine and mm. he remembers it, the compliance officer pays double <laughs> of that fine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's the environment where we grew up from. And that's why sometimes I look at people and they like... Before you're <laughs> just eating, <laughs> you're, you're just, just, enjoying, life. You're just uh, enjoying life, but
1: that of course has shaped you
2: as well. Right? A lot mm-hmm. it has shaped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think the experience I got from there has been able to push me to everything I've been able to achieve. Mm-hmm. In that, it was actually when you go to work for someone or when you tell someone that I'm going to do this for you, someone will be like, No, but the, uh, the person who was doing this used to take a lot of time,
0: mm-hmm. and they're
2: like, No, this can be done in a few minutes. Okay. And then this person, when you finish it, this person gets surprised and like, wow. I never thought this could be done. There's a time we went to, there's a uh, company down, they had a lot of stock. Eh? These entails, it's a hardware. Mm-hmm. So I went and told the manager there, the owner, that you know what? We are going to do stock take here, mm-hmm. but we are going to take one day. So the owner was like, no, you cannot take one day. It's to impossible. It is impossible. All these people have been taking months to finish the stock take. So I told him, this is impossible. We can do it in one day and we're done. Mm-hmm. So he told me, okay, what do you need? I told him, I need people to be grouped in, like to be put in groups. Mm-hmm. And I need each group to be having a leader. And this is what I want to form a leader. So I was like, okay, let me tell my people to prepare. Mm-hmm. And he was shocked when he came back at midday because we started at uh, around like 8. At midday, we are almost halfway. And he was so shocked. He was like, Paul, it seems these guys have been lying to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: a bad, so, that's a problem,
2: you see. Now because the people you leave behind,
1: there's nowhere to hide. Mm? But, you people are incompetent all but, this time.
2: Mm-hmm. But, but actually, most times I tell Ugandans, the way our work ethics actually mm-hmm. are really, really lacking. Yeah. When you look at someone, you're like, oh, you can put in more effort. Mm-hmm. You just have to think outside the box.
1: But also, you see, you came in with a formula as well.
0: You're like, yeah. okay,
1: let's divide people. Let's put someone. And sometimes those are the simple tools that we need, those systems that make everything else easier.
2: But some people don't want to think because that's just uh, someone can just brainstorm and say, okay, because organization is
1: key. Let me tell you, you know that, what's that saying? Common sense is not common. <laughs> just because for you, you come up with solutions like this. Sometimes we assume everyone else can and maybe not. It's like you know. Okay, otherwise everyone would be the boss. If everyone could think like the boss.
2: Mister, so let me tell you one mm-hmm. thing You know, our brain is like a muscle. Mm. The more you exercise it, mm. the more it serves you. The more you use. So if you it. don't mm-hmm. want to exercise it, it will not serve you. Mm-hmm. So most people don't want to exercise their brains. That's one thing I realized with Ugandans.
1: You're right. I remember. I think was it last year. Uh, you know how you have jigsaw puzzles, right? Mm. And for many people, especially who are in kindergarten now, like if you look at what children do in nursery school, kindergarten, early learning, they get a lot of those puzzles, you know, where you have to put the pieces together and put a picture together. And a friend of mine said to me, because she was watching children doing this, and they were like, you know, like 50 pieces, you know? And she said, I can't do that. She's like, I can't. My brain, like, literally is like, what is that? And I've thought that is like one of the early stages of this problem (laughs) solving solutions, right? You look and you're like, okay, this must go here. Okay, it doesn't fit there. Let me try again. So maybe sometimes I feel like it's also the foundation.
2: Hmm? I think so. Because... uh like I told you, my first workplace, mm-hmm. our boss used to make us think.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: For him, what he wanted was results. Mm-hmm. So that is the work ethic. So he
1: was working that muscle. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that is the work ethic I grew up with. That yes. you must think. Mm-hmm. Even if it is something uh, like basic, eh? you just have to find a solution for... Actually, you used to have a, a something where he sits, mm-hmm. then at the back. Mm-hmm. That extras don't pay our bills. So... <laughs> Which whenever, is true. Whenever,
0: very, whenever, very whenever true. Whenever you
2: come to his office mm-hmm. and tell him that, you know what, Stephen, I was not able to finish this work in time, he would just point... At the, at the sign the
0: behind him? <laughs> <laughs> that
2: excuses don't pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is a fine. Mm-hmm. And you have no option. You have to pay the fine. And he used not to pay us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It was not a lot. But he mm-hmm. used to tell us that you work, money will always follow you. Mm-hmm. And I've come to realize... That now, that if you focus on completing someone's assignment, money will always follow you. That's nice. I, the first time I applied for a job was in that audit firm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Fine, I had a brother there, but even the brother who took me there, he told me one thing: if you don't beat the the pass mark, mm-hmm. I'm not giving a job here.
1: Okay, so even him is like, mm, you have to measure <laughs> yes, up. you have, you have to, to measure up. Meet because the standard.
2: I'm not going to tell Mr. Kasenge that this is my cousin. This is what. He mm-hmm. told me if you don't be the pass mark you know i'm not going to give you a job
0: mm-hmm.
2: so i was like, okay okay i went i did the interview and luckily I passed mm-hmm. so even uh miss akasenge actually even miss akasenge is my cousin but,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he was as hard
2: on you as yes, everybody else he, he used to tell me that you know if i'm not tough on you you're the poor are going to uh, be always disturbing us in the family so mm. i need to be oh. extra tough on you <laughs>
1: I love that. So
2: that's that's the kind of man I used to work under. Wow! Mm. And he's really, really shaped you. Very, very. Like he shaped me a lot.
1: So a how lot. long were you there?
2: I was there from 2015 mm-hmm. up to 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so for two of,
1: years. Yeah, for two years. Why the decision to leave?
2: Uh, you know, you know when you are in a place, you feel like you start getting offers. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I remember. His, some of his clients would mm-hmm. poach us Okay, like, you know what you come and work for me Mr. Kateng is paying you this and you know <laughs> <laughs> and you're young the money, young. The money yeah, is yeah. calling yes mm-hmm. so automatically I got an offer with uh, Mirage Times mm-hmm. and then yeah I went there and, and I started move. working for them
1: okay as a finance manager yeah, still as a finance manager okay how long were you there
2: Mirage I was there actually for six months
1: was it a, a good experience
2: yeah, it was a good experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Actually, one of the best experiences, because it is a hard work. They're still in tiles,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I was there with uh, Haji Sentamu, mm-hmm. Abdul Sentamu.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I worked for him for six months, but it was one of the one of the my best experiences because I used to take him as a father to me. Up mm-hmm. to now, actually, take him as a father to me.
1: Okay, but why? Why was it such uh, a good experience? You know,
2: you know these businessmen. Who you find when they have a lot of issues when it comes to finance? Mm -hmm. And they have tried this, I've tried this, I've tried this, and it doesn't work out. Mm. So when they get you and they tell you that, you know what, Paul, I'm putting all my trust in you, help me build this company. Mm. And then you start building something like on your own.
0: Mm -hmm. So you
2: start building a business, but still something better came up in, <laughs> and I had to also leave.
1: Okay, but it sounds like, you know, you were given a lot of responsibility and a challenge and you were able to turn things around. Yes. Even in that six months.
2: Yes, actually, even when I left him in mm-hmm. the six months, mm. I still went back and I used to work for him on Saturdays and Sundays only. Mm.
0: Okay. But
2: he used to pay me what he used to pay me when I was working for him full month.
1: Wow, because days. he had seen yes. the value. Then I I
2: reached a point and told him that, you know what, Haji, if I stay here, you won't be able to move on. You Mm -hmm. need to get someone who can come and sit in. And take over. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I told him that, but if I am still come, Mm -hmm. I will give you that false hope that you can rely on me. And yet where I am, the work is also becoming too much. Mm -hmm. So I had to get in from someone and then, yeah. Okay. I left him like
1: All right. So you moved on then. Where was that to?
2: I went to... There's a fuel company called Badge Service mm-hmm. Stations. Mm-hmm. They did in fuel. Mm-hmm. Like, they do retail. Okay. Yeah. Uhhuh. So... So
1: from hardware, now we went to... Fuel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh.
2: That's why I was telling someone that, you know what? At least... I think I've been, like, in most of these... Uh, like, most of these trades. Eh? Mm-hmm. At least I have... You cannot tell me something I've not experienced. Mm. Very few sure things. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I went to Badge actually badge was uh it came as a part-time job mm. because uh they wanted to submit a report somewhere to some white guys mm. so they called me in just to do for them a financial report and then to see how the company was standing so i went there the guy told me i want the report in two weeks
0: mm-hmm.
2: i told him okay let me try my level best so i went I did the report, I sat there for like, actually I used to go there like on uh, weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So when I finished the report, I was, we submitted it. Mm-hmm. So the white guy, we sent it to the white guy, there was a guy called Sad. Mm-hmm. So he, I sent it to him, I was like, wow, this is so good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So he told uh, that friend of mine who recommended me for that part-time job that can't we convince this man to stay? <laughs> so,
1: one person after another poaching you, from what I'm yes. hearing, mm-hmm. but it's the quality of your work that
2: made, yes. made them. Happy. So, when I reached there, the guy told me, How much do you actually? I remember when I was uh, at Mirage, Haji was giving me 1.5.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, when I went to Badge, they asked me, How much are you earning? Where mm-hmm. you are? Mm-hmm. So, I gave them a figure just to chase them away. Mm-hmm. But the guy told me, It's okay, we can beat it. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. So, so I was
2: like, "Now what is this?" Mm-hmm. And then I was caught up between going back to tell Haji that you know what, I am mm. going to leave.
1: Yeah, that's a challenge. It was
2: one of the hardest. Actually, it is one of the hardest moments like I've ever experienced mm. because I had to first lie to him. You know what, Haji I got a, a scholarship. I'm going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> he looked straight in my eyes and told me, "Paul, you're lying." Mm. Did you get a Just job? Just
1: tell me the truth.
2: He asked me, how much are they paying you?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He told me, whatever they're paying you, I'm going to give you more.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I told him, no, Haji, I'll be like taking advantage of you.
0: Okay.
2: It's true, I got a new job, but it's a new experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, he accepted, he told me, okay, now I want you to be coming in maybe over the weekend, check through my things and what. Mm-hmm. Then I told him, okay.
1: At least, okay. Yes. That, that's how... You helped still, even uh-huh. though you were leaving. You weren't leaving him in the lunch. Yes, yes, yes. Okay.
2: So I helped him out, and then I went and started working with badge. That okay. was in uh, July 2017.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. How was it working in this different trade? Now, <sighs> in fuel. My God.
2: Sure, sure, sure.
1: Why are you shaking your head?
2: It is one of the, actually, you know, one of my worst experiences. Actually, it is. A blessing in this case that most of these companies have been working for, mm-hmm. yeah? they're not like structured, okay? So you have to build from scratch
1: mm-hmm. everything, yes,
2: yes. So you put in a lot of effort, but time comes when, if at all the system you have built in management, the financial controls, if they work out, then everything becomes easy. Mm-hmm. So even badge, I found them when everything was like not so like they were. Trading, mm-hmm. but you know, these personal businesses, mm-hmm. by, by individual businesses, whereby someone makes uh, maybe if I want maybe something, I just if I want maybe money, the director just says, Hey, you bank on my account, <laughs> you bank <laughs> oh, on no, my personal and yet no. the company has. Uh, mm-hmm. So, those are some of the challenges yeah. we normally yeah. face. Yeah. And now turning those people into this professional thing that you know what, the company has to have a company account and everything has to be accounted for. Mm-hmm. If you take money, this is the implication of you taking money. The directors, if they don't have the will, then sometimes it is hard. It will fail. But I was lucky. Most of these guys had the will and they are willing to change.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So how long were you with Badge?
2: Uh, Badge, was there from 2017 July up to 2019.
1: Oh, two years.
2: Yes. Okay. Years.
1: Uh-huh. Is that when you decided, okay, I need to do my own thing or... Not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not yet?
2: <laughs> actually, when I was starting, I'd given myself uh, five years mm-hmm. to be in employment. Okay. Then, uh, actually Imagine,
1: you set your goal.
2: Yeah, I set <laughs> there my are some goal. Some people are
1: like, I shall work until, until, no, no, until.
2: No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> me, I normally set targets, actually.
0: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I normally set 5 years targets. Mm-hmm. So, when I got a job in uh, KSK,
0: mm-hmm.
2: actually, my brother told me that that cousin of mine who took me to Keske Shaban, yes, uh, told me that you know what the moment you get a job like this then you should start thinking about how you leave the job mm-hmm. so all my life whenever I get a job I start planning on how I'm going to leave <laughs> <laughs> because I believe that
1: you you are stressing employers <laughs> right now who are listening to you you are stressing them out no mm-hmm. but,
2: but actually one of the the worst things that we have as a country is people who don't want to leave jobs. Yes. Because you don't want to create room for these other people to come in. Yeah. And absolutely. you may think that you are the alpha and omega. Another person comes in and they're totally better than you.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's that is the
2: truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you, you can never. There will
1: always be a replacement. Uh-huh.
2: So when I went to badge, it was a very new experience mm-hmm. because we were dealing with uh, liquids fuel Mm -hmm. and uh, people used to say that "Ah, you people who work in fuel always get a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) actually that is (laughs) Uh that is the the thinking around Mm -hmm. when someone thinks that ah you work in fuel there's a lot of big money money. yes Mm. fine there's some money but not as much as as people think yes Mm -hmm. but it was uh it stressed me a lot more Mm -hmm. than all the workplaces i've been to
1: really yes okay because
2: i had uh i was reporting to three bosses Mm -hmm. and in different countries and in different time zones (laughs) 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 so you Uh can imagine yes so some i had a boss one of the founders was in the u.s
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: other people were in dubai Mm -hmm. and then other we had this local boss here Mm -hmm. Yes, mr batuma Mm-hmm. So, you find that w- you are sleeping, but the one in US wants a report. And for them, it is day.
1: Yeah. And you to them, they don't care. Uh-huh.
2: You have to work. up. must <laughs> be
1: done, right?
2: <laughs> yes. And then you are starting to sleep. They tell you a truck is coming in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You are starting to sleep. They tell you now this one has made a shortage. So, it was uh, one hell of a job. It so, was a so lot. You see that big money?
1: <laughs> That big money came with a lot of stress.
2: A lot of stress. Uh A lot, a lot of stress. Okay. So actually, I think I was drained a lot. Mm. I was so drained that I lost touch of even my social life. Mm
0: -hmm. Completely. Yes.
2: Because everything was, even Christmas, actually, I used to eat it when I was at work.
1: You'd be having your Christmas lunch at work? At
2: work. I had a colleague of mine, uh, he's called Anton you know, when you're moving, you move with your people. Mm-hmm. So, Anton is like one of my clothes buddies. Mm-hmm. So, whenever I go to a place, I try to bring him clothes. Mm-hmm. So, all these journeys that you've been through, mm-hmm. most of them actually has been there. Okay. So, he knows that, you know what, if it is time to work, even if it is Christmas, we can go have lunch at office as long as we finish work. <laughs> so, he was one guy that I always have to, like... Uh, he always understands mm-hmm. because with the Ugandans, tell them that ah, you, it is Christmas, you come and work. Ha, someone will be like, Nah, you man,
1: mm-hmm. they'll come up with excuses, <laughs> uh-huh. they'll
2: even leave the job.
1: By the way, that is true, over something yes. like that. But mm-hmm. this
2: guy is one guy, like most of the people actually I'm close to are these people that, even if you tell them that you know what, I want us to finish this report, even if we are leaving office mm-hmm. late in the night, mm-hmm. it's okay these people will say, yes, it's fine. And they'll understand. And they'll understand.
1: It. Okay. So why did you decide to leave? The stress was too much? So another <sighs> opportunity no. came
2: along. You know, normally, uh, another opportunity came in. That was when we, uh, I wanted to, like, we had a sister company.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a sub-dealer with MTN. Okay. So this uh, my boss told me that, you know what, Paul? I'm having issues in this company. Help me come in and... Also be in charge, mm-hmm. so those are like two companies now and big companies. Ah, <gasps> okay. So I told him that no, since I've been able to build systems in badge, mm-hmm. let me go and also try for you this other side. Okay. And uh, badge already had people had trained. Mm-hmm. You know me, I copied my work ethic from Mr. Gassing mm-hmm. that whenever you're working, train people who can be able to do the job you're doing, such that you have little work. Mm-hmm. So when I came into badge. I was able to train these guys and even Anton was there. Mm. So I told them, okay, let me leave Anton and these other guys to manage Batch. Me, let me go to
1: Okay. 15. Okay. So, so you you moved again. Different field also.
2: <laughs> it is also, now I want to do the telecom business. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So telecom I was there for about like one year and a half. Mm-hmm. Then I said, now Paul, You've been able to build these people's companies. Why can't you develop something on your own? Something of your own. Yes.
1: This was when? About
2: 2020? 2020, yeah, 2021. Mm. Yes. So I said, uh, you know. Did I,
1: COVID have anything to do with it that time?
2: Yeah. Actually, I was supposed to stop employment in 2020, mm. but mm. COVID came in. Okay. When I tested the waters, they, <laughs> <laughs> they were really deep. So I said, ah. Uh, let me first be under employment. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh-huh. then I can maybe... Let me first give it some time. and mm-hmm. I can go back and, uh, mm-hmm.
1: and...
2: maybe go into employment after some time. Okay. So, so now
1: it's what? Almost two years? Well,
2: yeah, now you're now in com- your
1: second year, I think. Uh,
2: now it is coming to... Yeah, two years. Mm-hmm.
1: But,
2: uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Clean investments. Yes. What clean. does a CLEAN stand for?
2: CLEAN, I got it actually. It is something that I got from... Uh, my first workplace,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, this uh, where are the band breaks from,
1: yes, yes, uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. That is a clean,
2: that is a clean, the,
1: yes. that structure was
2: yes. okay, uh-huh, yes. So I looked at it and I'm um, like, okay, you know, in Luganda, I don't know if I can use Luganda, can
0: Luganda
2: use they sent someone, mm-hmm. so that's saying, so that's where I got the idea of coming up with a clean like
1: eh? going through the fire You
2: yeah, are going through someone went through fire mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: so that is now how we came up with the idea <laughs> of clean <laughs> so, so, so you went through fire <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> okay so
2: that's where I got the idea from mm-hmm. and uh, actually initially mm. I decided it to do financial consultancy eh? okay but uh, now that I, I I went into a business of money lending Mm -hmm. Sometime. When I was still in badge.
1: Okay. But
2: man, I lost a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Uh But still, that is part of growth. It's part of learning. Mm -hmm. And it taught me so many things that when you're starting something, you must be there. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I I made that loss. I was like, okay, now whenever I'm starting something, I need to be there. Mm -hmm. So when I finished at Chim's, I said, now if I'm start clean again I need to be there physically Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and that's now in 2021 I told my boss you know what I'm leaving (laughs) it's time for me to do my own thing my boss told me but Paul where are you going to Mm -hmm. I was like I need to do my personal things I was like now Paul Okay, you know he will not show you that something has not like these are bosses of mine. For him, was we well, uh, well showed you they, they were hurt, yes. but you are living. <laughs> but for this one, will show you that he's strong. But <laughs> like this idea, I think he used to think that okay, you are living, but now who is going to manage these mm-hmm. things? But I had to live. Yeah. So that's when I started clean, and then
1: yeah. How has it been?
2: Ah, uh, now self-employment mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things, actually, when you are starting. You reach a point and you're like, should I give up? And then you're like, no, but I've already invested. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I need to continue. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you are these weak people, you may give up when you have just started. Because, Mm -hmm. for example, now, like when I was starting, I had a budget of maybe about like 20 million. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll need 20 million to put in the fixtures and what and what. Then, into the business... All the money was done into putting in fixtures. Capital is done. I don't have capital. And then I was like, now, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. But well, since I'm um, into this business, you you know the business you're doing. Mm-hmm. You can figure out and okay. then you start collating here and here and here and here. I think that's the beauty,
1: that you actually have the background and the know-how. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: So you start knowing that, okay, you know, these days business is not all about like... Uh, waiting for these walk-in customers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You need also to network. Yeah, Downtown, they call it Mm hustling. So you need also to network and know that, okay, I can call this person, they give me this, I can call the other person to give me this, and then I can cover up here. Mm -hmm. So if you have that in you, then the rest is history.
1: Okay. I was thinking about what you were saying about like you, if you go into a company and the bosses do not have like the vision and the discipline. I think it's actually the discipline, financial discipline. It's very difficult to move forward. And I imagine this is something right from, you know, way back. Um, You have built over time. Um, I find that a lot of people really struggle with financial discipline. Mm, mm. What are some of the things you see? Like now we're not talking work related. We're talking you Mm. as an individual on a personal level. What are some of the things that can help us? Because I also feel people live above their means, and they struggle unnecessarily i don't
2: know i think one you of, see it? W- w- yeah one of the things actually which ugandans face mm. eh? especially business owners i'm going to give an example how indians do it mm-hmm. an indian would start a business and when they are bringing in their people like their son mm-hmm. they would want them to start from down
0: mm-hmm. and then they
2: will come rising up the ranks but now here you poll, you have a business clean and then you bring in your son Mm -hmm. you want your son to supervise these people Mm. and they don't know like if I treat maybe a cleaner Mm -hmm. this way I don't know how this cleaner will feel
0: Mm -hmm. so
2: when I come in as a supervisor and I don't know what this person down is feeling Mm -hmm. even if it comes to spending money I can spend anyhow on any useless thing Mm
0: -hmm. I don't
2: know the value like the value attached to a coin Mm. and now like us, us who have been in commissioning businesses if you tell me that a transaction, I'm going to get 50 shillings. I know the value of 50 shillings. But mm-hmm. for someone else, they may say, 50 shillings is a little money. I can't yeah, do That's that nothing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I know that, okay, if I get those 50s from maybe like 20 people, that's this much money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that is one of the things that most of us, we look at those small monies and we tend to ignore. But they're the ones which accumulate to make these big mm-hmm. sums of money that people
1: mm-hmm. have yes
2: so most people don't know that logic that even if it is 50 shillings it is valuable mm-hmm. now of me who has been in commissioning business I'll tell you the transaction I'm going to get maybe like 25 shillings from a transaction mm-hmm. but if I do 100 transactions that's already 2,500 mm-hmm. for someone else who look at that 100 transactions that's uh, that's not business
0: mm-hmm. but for me
2: I know that knowledge of knowing the value of each coin Mm. most ugandans don't have
1: Mm -hmm. and that's where it starts you must start at the the smallest
2: amount yes at the smallest amount even if it is one shilling Mm -hmm. if it is less by 100 it's 99 shillings Mm -hmm. not 100
0: (laughs) (laughs) true
1: by the way (laughs) yes okay So. so it's a reminder uh what about um when i say that discipline to live within your means.
2: To live within your means. Actually, uh, you see, me, I normally tell people, mm-hmm. especially these people who have started working,
0: mm-hmm.
2: if you have a job and you have maybe, you don't earn more than two million, why would you own a car? Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's a huge expense. <laughs> it <This> is <laughs> a huge expense. That, that is the only question I always ask people. That, why would you own a car? If you're earning, actually, me, I tell people, if you don't, and more than 5 million. You don't need to have a car. Mm-hmm. You can use public means. So you just have to maybe move in time. Because now, a car you're going to require service. You're going to require repairing. Someone's going to scratch you. It's going to get fuel. fuel. And actually, recently, fuel prices have been up. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine the expense you're going to do. You're going to be incurring. Yeah. And yet, if you're using public means, it is way, way cheaper. hmm and actually, most uh, young people, when you get, actually most of them, they get money when they're still young mm-hmm. and they don't have maybe like, uh like they don't know where to invest the money.
0: Mm-hmm. You get it? Mm-hmm.
2: Someone will be like, ah, as long as I can earn maybe, maybe like two million at the end of the month.
1: I'm even good. Even
2: next month, okay. ah, yeah, I'm good. Even mm-hmm. next month, I'll be able to earn. So even if I spend this but just know that this is uh, something that is just you're going to be there for like let me say like two years mm-hmm. after two years you don't know what is going to happen next true,
1: true. it can be temporary your t- contract will not be uh-huh. renewed you'll lose the job yes. and then you have nothing
2: yes mm-hmm. and then having also a vision you uh, know I always tell people that if you have a vision of where you're going to be always set goals mm-hmm. now me from 2015 I've been setting five year goals that yeah. after five years I'm supposed to be this mm-hmm even now in clean, after even after five years, something must have changed. Mm-hmm. Right now we are doing agency banking and what, mm-hmm. but after five years I want it to be a forex bureau with all these other businesses. Mm-hmm. After another five years I want it to be an MDI. Mm-hmm. After five years because now me my target is I'm looking at right now we don't have local bank like a real local bank. Mm-hmm. Most of the banks are foreign. Yeah. So my dream is to have one local bank in Uganda.
0: <laughs> okay. That
2: is my target. Mm-hmm. And that is a 20-year goal target. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to work towards that in 20 years. Okay.
1: All right then.
2: <laughs> so that is what is going to be driving me all these years. Mm-hmm. I read uh, through how this guy, Paul Mwanji of mm-hmm. Equity, how he started. Mm-hmm. They also started small. Yeah. And you can also do that. You can start small and then well. the sky is the limit.
1: Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> all <laughs> that right, and um, cool. thank you for coming in. Yeah, That's okay. all the time we had today, hey. but hey, wisdom—they <laughs> 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 like little punches, <laughs> boof, 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 more and more. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think also, like what you said right from the start, it boils down to work ethic. It yes. starts with your work ethic, and then, like you said, if you do the job, complete the task, mm. the money will come. Yeah,
2: I know. I tell people that whenever you are working. Just look at completing someone's work. Mm-hmm. Money will always follow you. Mm-hmm. Money will always follow you. Okay. That is my last maybe piece of advice to everyone listening in.
1: Okay. Thank you again for coming in. You're welcome. It was very nice to have you on the show. Thank you
2: for hosting me too. My pleasure. <laughs> Groove Cafe.